The second section of Psalms, known as the Exodus Psalms, remind us that the God who redeemed us is still with us. In fact, He has promised to never leave us or forsake us. Today, we join Scott Pauling in opening God's roadmap for life. Find your place in the Word of God in the Psalms, and let's discover what God has for us along the way. All of my life, I've heard people talk about the good old days. I don't know exactly what that means or if the old days were actually as good as we remember them to be. Uh, but I think I understand. There is something wonderful about looking back in life and having pleasant memories, great things, special moments, and we often refer to them as the good old days. That's nothing new. In fact, when you come to Psalm 44, verse 1, we read these words, we have heard with our ears, O God, our fathers have told us what work thou didst in their days in the times of old. We might say it this way, in the good old days. In the old days, the fathers told us what God did in the old days. Now, that's wonderful that we have that kind of heritage. It's wonderful that we have that kind of history. But I want to remind you that when we speak about the old days, we are talking about the eternal God, the God who never ages and never changes. And so it is not just history and it is not just heritage. It is Him and it is here and now. Uh, that's really the emphasis of Psalm 44. We don't know exactly who penned the words of Psalm 44, but it is generally accepted where this psalm fits. It does have a historical context. We believe that it fits just after 2 Kings chapter 19 and verse number 7. Now, uh, without taking the time to go through all of the, the uh, stories in 2 Kings, let me give you the short version. In 2 Kings 19, King Hezekiah is scared to death. He is the king of the Lord's chosen people, and uh, the king of Assyria has come against him, and a, a wicked general by the name of Rabshakeh, uh, who serves the king of Assyria, has basically said, we're going to kill you, and we're going to take everything you have. And Hezekiah is just frightened to death. And at that moment, God sent a preacher by the name of Isaiah. And the Bible says in 2 Kings 19, verse 6, And Isaiah said unto them, Thus shall you say to your master, Thus saith the Lord, Be not afraid of the words which thou hast heard, with which the servants of the king of Assyria have blasphemed me. Behold, I will send a blast upon him, and he shall hear a rumor, and shall return to his own land, and I will cause him to fall by the sword in his own land. Now, if you read the rest of the story in 2 Kings 19, that's exactly what happened. Can I tell you that our Redeemer is greater than Rabshakeh? That our God is greater than our enemy? That He who is with you is greater than He who is against you? I'm telling you that God is greater. And so, the psalmist in Psalm 44 is rehearsing this. Now, listen to the rest of the words in Psalm 44 beginning in verse 2. How thou didst drive out the heathen with thy hand, and plantest them. How thou didst afflict the people, and cast them out. For they got not the land in possession by their own sword. Neither did their own arm save them, but thy right hand, and thine arm, and the light of thy countenance, because thou hadst a favor unto them. Thou art my king, O God. Command deliverances for Jacob. Through thee will we push down our enemies. Through thy name will we tread them under that rise up against us. And I love Psalm 44, verse 6. I tell you, if you want to take one verse from this psalm and make it yours today, 
Take Psalm 44 and verse 6. For I will not trust in my bow, neither shall my sword save me. What is that verse about? It means it's not your strength. It's not your resources. It's not your determination. It's not your ingenuity. It's not your ability. It's all God. Look, it always has been God, and it is God today. I don't know what enemies come against you. I don't know what battle you're facing, what emotions you're feeling at this moment. I don't know what circumstances you're living in, but I know this. God, who has always been faithful, is going to be faithful to us today. The God of the good old days is still God. He is on the throne, my friend. His ear is open to your prayer. His eye is on you. He holds you in the palm of His hand. He has every hair on your head numbered. He knows you by name. He remembers that you're dust. Look, friends, God still has everything under control. So when you come to Psalm 44, what does He do? Basically, He does two things. First of all, He remembers what God has done in the past. And that's a good thing for all of us. Could I challenge you today to sit down and maybe read through an old journal? Or sit down and meditate on some season in your life where you really were having a hard time and the Lord came through. Or sit down with your family and discuss and rehearse some of the answers to prayer in days gone by. Or sit down with a biography of someone who lived a life of faith and rehearse how God worked in their life. Remember what God has done in the past. You'll remember now that we're in the second book of the Psalms and the second book of the Psalms is all about remembering our Redeemer. That's the emphasis. Go back to the God who saved you. Go back to the God who answered those early prayers for you. Go back to the early victories the Lord uh, produced in your life and remember God. Remember what God has done in the past. What that will do is it will put everything else in perspective now and it will increase your faith that the God who has is and that the God who did will. So first of all, remember what God has done in the past. Secondly, request God's power today. And that's essentially what he does in the rest of this psalm. In fact, he just pours out his complaint to the Lord. He says to the Lord, Lord, verse 11, Thou hast given us like sheep appointed for meat and hast scattered us among the heathen. He said, we're, we're just little helpless wounded sheep and we've been scattered everywhere. But now I'll remind you, he's using this terminology of sheep because he's saying to the Lord, Lord, we still believe you're our shepherd. We believe you know how to gather us back, how to heal our wounds, how to restore our soul. You are able today to do exactly what needs to be done. He says in verse 21, Shall not God search this out? For he knoweth the secrets of the heart. Yea, for thy sake are we killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Awake, why sleepest thou, O Lord? Arise, cast us not off forever. Wherefore hidest thou thy face, and forgettest our affliction and our oppression? For our soul is bowed down to the dust, our belly cleaveth unto the earth. And here's how the psalm ends. Psalm 44, verse 26. Arise for our help and redeem us for thy mercy's sake. Remember now, we're re remembering our Redeemer. He's saying to the Lord, Lord, redeem us now. You've saved us in the past, save us now. I want to remind you that God's salvation is always a present tense salvation. Uh, yes, He did save you many years ago perhaps uh, from hell. He did save you from the penalty of sin. Praise God for that. But He will save you today. He will deliver you today from the power of the enemy, from the power of sin. He will save you. It's present tense. He reminds the Lord of His mercy. He said, for thy mercy's sake. Remember, the Lord's mercies are new when? 
every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Uh, His mercy endureth forever. So basically what he says to God is, Lord, we know you've done this in the past. We believe you're still the Redeemer. You're still the merciful God today. So we're requesting your power right now. We need you to work right now. I want to challenge you. Once you have spent some time rehearsing God's goodness in the past today, translate that into the present. Take your present concerns, your present burdens and difficulties, and just say to the Lord, Lord, we're claiming your power today. We're believing you today. I believe the God who has saved in the past will save today. That the God who has answered in the past will answer today. That the God who has sent revival in the past will revive today. We need a present tense faith in a present tense God if we want to see present tense victories. And so, uh, don't just talk about the good old days. That's a good starting place. But then, let's ask the Lord to work today, this day, because His goodness endures every day and to every generation. Praise God. He has never forsaken us, and He never will. If you would like more information on knowing the Lord Jesus Christ in a personal way, or more information on growing in your faith, please visit us at scottpauley.org. We would love to hear from you. From there, you may also download your free copy of A Ready Reference of the Psalms to help you in our current study. We are praying that God will guide you today and that you will enjoy the journey.